but Chad. Let's, let's go through and introduce everybody so that everybody knows who we have on the couch. Um, Ashley and Lauren, obviously uh, the two that uh, wrote the book together. Um, and then the other nice three ladies, Jennifer, Wanda, and Julie. You guys might know Julie from, uh, she's actually been on Pot Talk before, so welcome back to you. Ah. Yes. Hey, ladies. So go down, go down the line and kind of tell everybody what you do. Wanda James and I own Into Simply the mic. Pure. Ooh, Wanda There's... James and I own Simply Pure Dispensary. Yeah, you do. I do. That's awesome. Bam. I love that. <laughs> Dude, her and her husband, I, I knew Wanda and her husband like eight years ago at my first dispensary. You guys used to make kick-ass edibles. When it was Simply Pure Edibles. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. The two authors. I'm Ashley. I am one of the co-authors of Breaking the Grass Ceiling. I'm Lauren Devine. I'm the other co-author of Breaking the Grass Ceiling. <laughs> and I also own uh, Point Seven Group, so we do technical writing and licensing work in the cannabis space. Cool. Very important. It is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I would just like to say these ladies, uh, Ashley specifically, called me mid-December of 2016, yeah. just a few months ago, and yeah. said, hey, um, I'm going to uh, speak at South by Southwest, and if I have a book... I can talk about it, and I'm going to write a book. And I went, really? And it's got to be done, like, March 1st, and would you like to be in it? And I was like, I would be grateful to be in it. Yes, they did it in 45 days. Wow. That's getting stuff done, dude. And if Jennifer jumps on board, you know that it's a good good way to go. Forgot about me. Hashtag boss women. Hashtag boss women. Hashtag boss women. All right. That's why we're calling this Cannabis Ladies Takeover. Because you, you guys take over. We're making it up right now. So this <laughs> <is gonna be> <laughs> <laughs> you know the party started now that Dooley's doing a little ditty. So, yeah, my name is Jennifer Murray, and I'm founder of Jennifer M. Cannabis Inspired Jewelry. Cool. Yes. Which she is wearing. I'm wearing yes. the and which signature we're piece. All wearing. Yes, we are. I wearing. love that. Woo! I love that. Yeah. I've seen it around, and I love it. Gotta Thank get you. one for the fiance. Thanks, Dad. Oh, yeah. God. And Julie, Julie Dooley, yours truly. What? <laughs> I make Julie's Natural Edibles here in Denver, Colorado. Huge fan of Chad and CT. Thanks uh, for having me back. Of course. Woo! What? And these girls, for that matter. <laughs> awesome people. <laughs> so boss, boss women, women. Hashtag. Yeah, <laughs> I want to mention that a couple times. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the process of writing the book. You did it in 45 days. You did it with yeah. two people plus a bunch of other characters. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Well, thank you for the compliment. Yeah, I, I think it was impressive too. A little biased because it's our book, but the stories aren't <laughs> ours. They were ours to tell through, sure. you know, an interview process that carried on for for the span of about two weeks or so and then each woman's biography is shared within five or six pages so we had a lot of help we had 21 women help us mm -hmm. <laughs> with the book but it definitely was an effort tying it, it tying it together it <laughs> yeah right? on the back. back yeah yep. on the back we just felt super honored that these women wanted to be included and uh, their stories were like Ashley said just are incredible we feel honored to share them I read through some of them. Of course, I had to start with my friend Julie uh, because I like to see. We've had her on the on the show, and I like to see where where you guys took the story with her. And um, going through each one of of your stories as well, I think that it's really well told. But there's some underlying themes. So I was going to ask if you guys could kind of expand on 
what it's like to be a woman in the cannabis industry breaking through the grass ceiling. Whoever wants to take it. Mm -hmm. Okay, first, can I tell a quick story, though, about Julie Dooley? (laughs) Real quick story about Julie Dooley. Hilarious. So Cold called her and Julie and Kate baked. That's what it was called, her and her partner, Julie. I mean, her and her partner, Kate. Uh Kate had a brain tumor. Their kids went to the same school, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, completely different women. Julie, Julie. Kate was, um, yeah, a little aggressive, probably like me. And um, anyway, <laughs> we I come, all need to have those as partners. It's okay, <laughs> huh, Chris? You bastard! I come right? to the um, <laughs> kitchen uh, for the first time, and they're showing me around, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so great!" And Kate's like, "You want to smoke some pot?" And I was like, "Sure," because there was no rules back then. Mm-hmm. And she gets out a can. That's awesome. Legitimately. A freaking can. Like a soda can? A that's soda so can. Awesome. Okay, we're in the cannabis industry. She we went back do to have college pipes days. and stuff, like okay? School. That's like a high like school. Like, legitimately. Yeah. And she was in her 50s, late 50s. Okay. Back then, yeah. Talking to the mic. Early 50s. Okay, early 50s. So anyway, and I'm like, Julie, really? You're smoking out of a can? Can I buy you, like, a pipe or something? <laughs> and they're like, no, it's super convenient. Chip, we just throw it away. Everything's gone for the morning, and we start new. And I'm like, well, can I just interject that oh disposable my is very important <laughs> as a mother? <laughs> we don't like any evidence. So but anyway, that, there was hilarious. a double purpose. <laughs> well, then why wouldn't you just roll a joint? Bingo. Maybe I was out of papers. It could have been that simple. But we did have a Coke can or something around, which is rare, actually, and no longer in Julie's kitchen. You got to respect somebody that can throw together a can that quick, though. Like, especially, was it a good can? Did it good airflow, everything? It was was pretty good, but I prefer an apple. Yeah. And actually, you, Jennifer. All right, if we're telling pipe stories, she in D.C., I've had the pleasure of going one year so far. Many of the. One I know has gone several times to D.C. They are champions on the Hill. They were just there how long ago? Like two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks. yeah awesome. Yeah, there was a huge collaboration mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. There's a that lot of co- you, you ladies lobby joined. Days. Oh, no, I was, they, they held it down this year. Yeah. They held it down this year. <clears throat> they I, I, I have not. Yeah, this year I missed as well. But <clears throat> a huge turnout. Yeah. Bottom line. But... At home, one evening, when Jennifer, this is a few years back, we did not have a pipe. Again, we were in the situation. (laughs) Yes, and there was no papers to be bought. Oh, man. Uh We went to a convenience store. Yeah. Nothing. No papers. So Jen taught me the art of the apple pipe, (laughs) which was beautiful. The cool thing about apple the apple pipe. pipe is that you can then throw it when you're yeah. done. 100% yeah, you know? compost. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, Recycle. <laughs> or you could eat it. I mean, or really. Or you could eat it. Or yeah. some, you could give it to somebody to eat. I mean, people are starving. That's right. Infused. Infused. And there you there go. There you go. I right. mean, there's, yes. Anyway, so what was the Oh, you're good. It's, uh, it's, I'm actually really interested in each of your takes in regards to uh, uh, Wanda. I, I've known you and I've and I've watched your battle along the way because I saw you get um, very instant notoriety, not only being female but also African American female with your husband, and you were highlighted seven eight years ago on CNN and stuff like that. And you guys went through some stuff trying to not only break the break through the grass ceiling as a woman, but also break through the grass ceiling as an African American. Talk a little bit about that for us, will you? It was so funny. Um, we owned, uh, uh, wow, Eight Rivers downtown when we 
opened up our first dispensary. And um, Bill Johnson, who was a writer at the Denver Post, was a good friend of ours. Uh-huh. And as we were going through the process of opening up the dispensary, we said, well, how are we going to let folks know that we do this? Because at the time, I was working for Congressman Jared Polis. We just came off of the president's um, campaign, and we were like, man, this isn't going to go over well, so let's see what happens. <laughs> so I kept telling, Bill came in, and I was like, I want to talk to you about something, something I want to tell you. And he's like, what, 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 what's going on, what's going on? And at the end of dinner, we sat down with him, and we said, you know, we're opening a dispensary. Mm-hmm. The next day, he wrote an article called Coming Out of the um, Cannabis Closet. Mm. And we got more phone calls that week about how we would never have a job in Denver, mm. no politician will ever talk to us right. again, right. and we lost our ever-loving minds, uh-huh. you know. And, you know, fast forward, uh, I wish politicians would stop calling and asking for money at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> you know, um, so it, it all worked out, you know. But I think the whole thing is when you believe, and there has not been a day in this industry, I mean, from the very beginning, that I have ever doubted what we're doing and that it's the right thing and it's the smart thing, it's right. the honorable thing. Um, and I don't let people talk down to us about this. And this is one of the big things that, you know, we've been fighting for is just normalization. You know, you will not look down on us. We're running businesses. Mm-hmm. Not only are we running businesses, we're running businesses with no laws or people that have done it before us. Right. Yeah, we're making totally. it up as we go. Totally. They're throwing curveballs at us, you know, packaging requirements, little yellow, red triangles with now with I can't remember the last time I walked out of a liquor store and and they said you could die yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. or only to have a shot an hour or whatever it is or you could die yeah Yeah. or you can back up your truck and buy out Argonaut depending on how much money you have I mean there's no limit you know have a party in the streets yeah that's so true that's so true it's crazy and I just like to say thank you Wanda again publicly what she's done she paved a huge path for us I've listened to every word that woman said very much (laughs) since I met her no, I think, and, and I think that eight, I think eight years ago when I put the Simply Pure Edi- Pure or edibles, the Simply Pure edibles on my shelf, um, and I was selling them. Not only were the medical patients loving the consistency, but I think that you were one of the first ones to get just the right packaging and the packaging. representation yeah. of all of it together, which was yeah. the, the, yeah. the demise because nobody yeah. wanted to pay. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even these days, they still you were don't her packaging time. was just ahead like uh, perfect. E- EAS, the sports supplement company that I worked for in the early nineties, mm-hmm. that's what her packaging was looking like when people were selling stuff in a plastic bag that said one <laughs> X, yeah, two oh, X. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. what does that mean? Like, what what's the true? X? That's nuts. Yeah. And now Nuts. safe edibles have milligrams, just in case you're wondering. Yeah, I remember my do. first Chiba yeah. Chew and 14 hours oh. later. Dude, <laughs> hey, you remember when they came out yeah. and you had to sign the waiver when they had the deck of dose, dude. That was, that was oh great. Oh my gosh, yeah, there, was yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. there was a waiver? There was a waiver that they wouldn't sell, the, you wouldn't sue the dispensary and Chiba yep. Chews when they came out. Oh my gosh. But to it buy, wasn't them. To buy the Chiba Who, Chews. Here's yeah. some yeah. trivia. Who was the first 100 milligram bar? And it wasn't Chiba Chew. Incredibles? Nope. Wasn't it was the it? Mad Hatter peanut butter cup? No, it came in and it was a one-hit wonder. Really? Uh, and it started with a B, and it meant a hundred. No. Oh. By the way, she has a hemp. She has a hemp bar in Whole Foods. What? The yes, she does. Yeah, yes, she does. She was cool. Do you remember her? Do what is remember. her name? She really helped kiss with epilepsy. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Wow. 
You gotta anyway, let me know what the answer is. Back to oh, sorry. trivia. Sorry, sorry. The Benjamin. Like, focus, focus, the focus. Benjamin. Remember that? Oh, there you that go. was That's the very right. first. Benjamin. Bam! Oh, 100 milligram bar. She brought and it, dude. I didn't Chiba know it. I should have known it. But you know what? Why Chiba Chew surpassed is because it went from here to tiny. Yeah, yeah. 100 milligrams worth of butt. And you're kissing the toilet. Good experience with that. I mean, everybody I talked to said I fell asleep. Yeah. Or I was on a boat. Nightmare. Can you imagine? One of those. For your first time yeah. ever, and that. you're on a boat. Just mm. but, but can can we yeah. pause for a moment yeah. and realize that <laughs> now these cannabis in- industry veterans is the industry's been long enough that you guys have old stories. To talk <laughs> about. Oh, oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Remember what? I know. Seriously. Remember like two months ago when we were like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it goes fast. How long have you? How long the authors? How how long have you guys been in around? Just since yeah. about three years. Yeah. I've been uh, much more recently. Actually. Yeah. Three minutes. <laughs> Three minutes by yeah. comparison. Three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes by real fast. Since about yeah. happy hour time. Yeah. <laughs> I think exactly. that YouTube learned so much just been listening to the stories. From you guys, yeah. yeah. I, t- yeah. I tell people all the time that writing the book was probably the best crash course I could have asked for. Craziness. You know, diving yeah. into this. The, you know, just being in the same room, being at dinner, being on the phone with these ladies, really, like, now that I'm here in Denver in this full time, it's like, wow, you guys are... You guys are kind of a big deal. Even the women in the book. Like, I remember Jen calling me and saying, I learned about my friends, and I've known them for years. Yeah. So we're like, all right, that that's good. true. I mean, There's a few. Yeah, just yeah you did something that. right it there. It became right. a book of our friends, which yeah. as you're thumbing through it when it came out, I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my gosh. So I mean, it's a book of our friends. Too. I know. And there's, I, there's so many And we're all still tight. Most of us in there are all still oh, yeah. tight. That's and I have to geek out best friend moment. Ashley and I have known each other since we were, like, single digits. Seven. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, how cool. Her parents are so happy yeah. I recruited her here <laughs> yeah. into this. Ashley and I will both. Ashley I always, always knew Ashley would do something like that. <laughs> Rebel. Look at her. Ashley and I both grew up in pretty, uh, I would say, strict households. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was never really part of you know what we did growing up. I didn't try pot till college. I think you were after college. but Welcome to the club. Re- yeah. Welcome to the club. We appreciate you being part of the family. But, you know, re- reconnecting with Ashley and getting to write this book with one of my best friends from childhood. And That's then awesome. becoming friends with all these amazing women. It just was really special. Yeah. I can't I've never not had pot in. In, my, in my bubble. I mean, my whole entire bubble, except for the military, has been related mm-hmm. I mean wow. everybody I, I mean, agree I agree I know that about you and I wanted to ask that about you because I'm a prom veteran too I served six years in, in the Air Force and um, wow. it was crazy to watch it was crazy to watch during my active duty time um, there was two guys in my barracks that got you know um, un- dishonorably discharged because they had it and it's such a different world having been previous military Talk a little bit about that, because I'm interested in that. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It was the only five years since I was 16 that I just didn't touch it at all, because dishonorable discharge is not the way you want to go. Right. Um, and well, anyway, it's not the way you want to go. But what I found really interesting is the obsession with alcohol. I mean, mm. if you can out drink the Marines, right on. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the officers club and yeah. get you know 75 cent top shelf alcohol all night. And you're 22 oh. years old. Mm. I mean, you know, that's fantastic. You mm. know, and if you can drag yourself into work the next morning, you know, man, slap on the back. You know, yeah. real man. You know, the testosterone just well, must have been it's, exploding. Well, it's the testosterone. And then what we find when we get older and we look back on those days, every single every single situation you have of somebody passing out and bad things happening, uh-huh. it was always 100. Yeah. Of the time, yeah, alcohol related, one hundred percent, yeah, never pot, you I'm, know, and I'm, it's and when I look back at my college years and my smoking a pot and not drinking, 
you know, when things got weird, I'm like, I'm so out of here. See you guys later and, and gone. Mm-hmm. You always had your wits about Always had your wits about Julie, you. I got to get you a mic, dude. She's no, got sorry. All. I <laughs> no, disagree with yeah, her. Yeah. At that time when we, I have celiac. I can't have alcohol. And back in college days, I was, I, I was still undiagnosed, but I couldn't tolerate alcohol. I was known as a complete lightweight. Exactly. It was a gift, really. But I, so I was always the sober one. I mean, right. when you're smoking pot all night around all your drunk friends, yeah. it's like, all right. Or Julie, the babysitter, you got to take care of the yeah. drunk one that's yeah. throwing yeah. up somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's the reason why I got into it is because at ASU, um, everybody gets drunk yeah. and yeah. tries to keep surviving. You know, <laughs> I don't know how they do it. But I was like, our nine o'clock classes were awesome because like only the potheads were in there. Like, all the drunks were gone, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? And it's crazy you say so that. We have, we have owned restaurants and we've owned dispensaries. And, okay, now I love my bartenders and my servers. So I don't want to, like, dog anybody out. But the chances no, of your bartenders and servers not showing up on Sunday morning is about a 50% chance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times, I mean, bartenders and servers do not show up. Mm-hmm. In the years that I've owned my dispensary, when someone doesn't show up, they are legitimately sick. And, I mean, mm-hmm. calling yep. and really, like, I just can't get in today. But they are so never, true. they're never stoned or uh-uh. can't come to work yeah. or You're right. my you don't get so high that amazing. you can't go to work the yeah, exactly. next day yeah. no, you know? my, yeah. I will agree with one 100% thank you guys for being thank such you. awesome they're the, you they're the front, front uh, line dude they're stoners. the soldiers that yeah. are fighting the green fight with us we all strap on our green boots all the time and fight this green <laughs> fight dude. Well, and so it's, it's funny because so I think back so to true. when I was in college I worked you know I worked at the grocery store in Durango for a long time in college and that I was always high all the time, mm-hmm. but I always went to work, dude. And I always did my job just yeah. fine. Yep. But if I got super, you the think, only times I think, like called in, I don't think I've ever actually called in sick in my life because I was sick. Every time I've ever called in sick to a job has been because I got too shit faced. Alcohol. <laughs> so you know? true. Alcohol. Does it? Does it? Always. That dichotomy of alcohol versus um, marijuana has been crazy throughout to watch the throughout the evolution of the industry. Um, I think that there's been like there's been the rumors of those people that have um, have not survived the fight with us along the way um, because of rules, regulations, alcohol, stuff like that. Do you guys uh, have some friends that you wish were kind of still around playing the game with you? Oh, true. There are so many people in this industry that have come and gone and come and, um, you know, I, I, do you ever really leave the industry? Well, that's, I mean, is that the other thing, you know, about it as well, too? I think that a lot of folks maybe, you know, reposition themselves in the industry. We should have had another mic. Sorry. (laughs) It's like the shuffle. Yeah. (laughs) You were saying reposition my back. So they're like, here, take my mic. (laughs) There's definitely people I can think of that I wish, you know, were still around. And I agree. They've just kind of taken their expertise now and done on a different level. Or they didn't make it, which is sad. Or Mm -hmm. something happened. So I'll give you a good example. Um, They never tested, always said they were going to, but um, she, she really knew how to grow, and that was Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The story of so, Cam. So, yes. um, Anna, right? Anna and um, I'd cold call her all the time. Yep, 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 give me next week. Yep, yep, I'm going to test. Never did, but man, they, she really grew some amazing stuff. And, you know, I don't know the entire story, but from what I understand, uh, she didn't have to 
um, she made a slight error. And if she wouldn't yeah. have said anything, it would have been fine. But yeah. she brought it to their attention. Yeah. Don't know. But she's amazing. That's too I mean, bad because it's so. Th- she was you know, a powerhouse. Yeah. So we're we're so bred to back. try to be as transparent as we can, dude. You know what I mean? Right. And she ran such a tight ship. I mean, it was a tight ship for back then. It's very challenging to keep up with all of the new regulations that are constantly imposed on us. I mean, we have to read the regulations like weekly. There's more coming out in October now. And you can't do it alone. And this is where where, I mean, you've got an army of attorneys. You've got an army of friends together. Trade associations. So what what advice would you give to to future business owners in future legalized states? Don't think of anybody as a competition, as a competitor. Look at them. If they're in the industry, they are a friend in some way, shape, or form. They're your tribe. Yeah, Yeah, they are part of it because they are going to help. You're going to be able to call them up and ask a silly question. It could save you thousands of dollars, you know, or we could at least, you know, lead you to the right people, you know, go. (laughs) What do you guys think? (laughs) We need each other. You can't, I mean, honestly, this is the most amazingly rewarding. It's funny because sometimes people ask me to come talk about the industry and I find that I'm like, I bitch about it for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end I go like, but it's the most amazing thing I've ever done. Right, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And it is. Uh, it's, it's the so most true. amazing thing that uh, we've ever so done true. and the most amazing We get amazing to sell people. pot. We get rewarding. to rewarding. eat, live, and breathe Hey, I don't marijuana. sell pot. Easy. She gets <laughs> to make jewelry that looks like marijuana. Uh, it's beautiful. Does. You've played your part in the fight. You've played your part in the fight. A huge part. No, I think yeah. that that's the whole thing. You know, it's just, man, it's, it's a step-by-step process, and it takes you in really interesting ways. I mean, yeah. changing the world, and you end up in... You know, but when you said being an entrepreneur means that you don't quit, and that's why when I was thinking of the people who have kind of repositioned, there's, there is no failure. You, you know what I mean? Thomas Edison didn't fail. Uh-huh. I mean, y- you know, th- when you're a kid and your parents give you that poster of, you know, the greatest athletes in the world were also the greatest failures, you know, mm-hmm. who hit the most home runs also struck out the most, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think well, as, an entrepreneur, well, as an entrepreneur, you just don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't stop. Asterisk. Totally. No, stop. I totally agree. I totally agree. As the uh, as the authors um, and uh, kind of being around these ladies and stuff like that, what do you think is the uh, the biggest thing that you've taken from being around such powerful women within the industry? Something that I that I can springboard off of what Julie said that I think, and also being very new to the industry and learning from these women, there were a lot of common threads with having your network, having your people, having your team, your people that you can go to to ask questions, but. That being said, while you want to trust everyone and you want to bring people into the fold, you need to get everything in writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, have your own attorney. Yes. Have your own, own attorney. attorney. <laughs> and have a lot of money for that attorney. Yeah. You just have to, there's two things you have to spend money on if you're going to jump in the industry, and that's politics and legal. Yep. She's so true. I would mm. agree that I, I definitely took that away. And it reminds <laughs> me of something that my mom would always say to me, which I think is a pretty common expression. You trust, but you verify. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, love I like it. That. Absolutely. So, and layers of attorneys, you know, yeah. because you actually uh, have to have the attorney that's the closest person to you that is really just looking out for you. Right. Um, kind of the person you bounce stuff off. Then you've got mm-hmm. your criminal attorney and your business attorney and yeah. your pot attorney. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how about the publishing process? How did you guys t- walk me through oh, yeah. getting this book from uh, from head to print yeah if anyone wants to learn that process uh it took a little while to figure out i feel i'm gonna do jennifer's book with her when she gets it together 
right? Ooh. Right? Yeah. Are we publishing? Yes. I promised I would, I would share, you know, share this step by step. Give a little shout out. People give you, like, I'm not doing a book about marijuana. I mean, into the mic. Julian, in the mic. Oh, sorry. There you go. <laughs> Tell us about it. You mean the women we talked to? How did you get it published? Like, oh, how, yeah. oh, I so I self-published it. Did you uh, use Ingram Spark? I did not, and it was okay. a big mistake. As turns out, we are I, we're, I we actually Ingram are Spark migrating over. It was good. Yeah, so we published through a, a different a different publisher, um, which is really just a process of you know learning their paperwork and figuring yeah. out how it all kind of comes together. So oddly, not as complicated as it would have, you know, oh. sounded like being. And the art cover was really a process of me like drawing pictures and then. Uh, this wonderful woman, <laughs> Emily. She kind of, I could kind of. She's one of those amazing designers where you can either draw what? a terrible sketch or like explain something pretty badly, and she she kind of like gets it. And she, this was her first try. We pulled wow. together a pretty badass awesome. team yeah. of women to pull this off. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with it's the table true. of contents. Fully women. Um, totally own. appreciate you guys uh, for what you guys have done within the industry. There's a lot of us like World Viral that are trying to play our part um, and include the cannabis and and tell the story the way that i think we all are so i totally appreciate you guys being here um thank you telling us this this story um if you don't know about it go to breaking the grass ceiling dot com grass ceiling book that's what it is would you guys like to be in your own book would you love it if somebody (laughs) called you and was like we'd love to write your story i mean would you say yes to that i probably yeah i probably would that's yeah. what happened. I mean, this yeah. girl named Ashley and Lauren cool, call right? up, and they're like, hey, we want your story. It's yeah, like, you guys and you have no idea. 10 days to meet yeah. with us, or you're out. And, and it's the also, holiday. hi, nice <laughs> to meet you. Yeah. And I've never met you before, exactly. but tell me your story, and I'll represent it really I promise well. I'm legit. I promise. And also, it's 45 days from now. I, it was I'm amazing. actually, I am really surprised. I mean, there's definitely a few women I knew well enough, and they knew me well enough to know what was going to come out of this project, but... I didn't know these three. I mean, I knew of them. I had met them all in passing at different points. Mm. But I think, you know, that says a lot about them, too, because I don't know how comfortable I would be with some stranger telling me they're going to write my story Mm. in a very short amount of time without, Mm. you know, a whole lot of context. So we're really grateful I think you guys did them justice. How was South by Southwest? It was awesome. Amazing. Amazing. I went the year before. My boyfriend's a filmmaker, so we went for the film festival the year before, and I was like, I am doing a weed panel here next year. I don't care what it takes, uh, I'm oh, gonna do one. And then the panel got submitted in September. We got in in October. And sometime in November, the conversation about the book came out and I kind of kicked it around. And I think I called Lauren on like <laughs> December 10th or something. Yes, I believe it was December 16th. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true, And yeah. she said, we need to have a book in the store by February 15th. The book has to go to the printer by February 4th. Deadlines, yeah. dude. Yeah. Wow. None of us have wow. to deal with those. Yeah, you know? stoners so are yeah. not lazy, <laughs> by her, the way. Yeah, her first question was, can we do this? And I said, I'm going to have to get back to you. And, you know, did some research on the process and turnaround times and said, it'll be tight, but we can yeah. do anything. We can do it. And, yeah, that was, people say stoners are lazy. Yeah, yeah. we're not. Forget it. Yeah. Stoners <laughs> show up to work. We've learned that yeah, tonight. Yeah, we just yeah. talked about that earlier. I love how it comes back to that. Innovative. Yep. Are you guys going to stick around and play some games with us? Yeah, we. Sure. Uh, yeah, oh. do you guys want to uh, do the top five with us? Okay. Yeah. Would that be cool? Bring it. Yeah, we'll yeah. do the top five. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right yeah, back here on World Viral. Stick around. Together? Or? No, do it separately. Okay, you go. You s- okay. Nice. <laughs> hey. 
This is Keith and the girl, and you're watching World Viral. This is the girl. You're still watching World Viral. World Viral. World Viral. World Viral TV is brought to you, as always, by Colorado Harvest Company. Colorado Harvest Company. People are coming from all over the world to check out Denver's growing cannabis industry. And most of them are leaving happy after they've been to Colorado Harvest Company. Why Colorado Harvest Company? For so many reasons, we pride ourselves on carrying only the most consistent flowers and products with knowledgeable and friendly bud tenders that'll assist you with everything that you need. Buds, vaporizers, concentrates, topicals, edibles, and drinks, all from only the best companies in the state. If you're looking for the best cannabis experience in Denver, look no further than Colorado Harvest Company. It's been proven, the model's been proven. Um, people wanna come out and see free music um, and free quality music. That's what this is about. It's bring, bring your own blanket, we'll take care of everything else and you know, bring, bring your dancing shoes a blanket and a, good, and a good attitude. So many people wanna play this brand new, awesome, state-of-the-art venue yeah. outside in Denver where yeah. Denver doesn't have, we're filling that void. You're yeah. bringing people out to this facility and, and part of the expectation from the patron side is that they're gonna see high quality music. You know, it's 7,500, Red Rocks is 95. 500 for reference 30 free shows uh we do 30 free this year in 50 years or uh 50 free every 50 years right wait 50 free 50 every year thereafter not every, every 50 year. years yeah. we <laughs> did, 50 yeah, years before, oh we've got a 50 yeah. year contract at the yeah, pavilion yeah that's awesome so, wow yeah wow. that came out weird so we're that all did. gonna be like <laughs> we're gonna be old and still watching chase booking shows world viral Colorado Harvest Company.